You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Are You Screening podcast. Sorry. I'm your host, AreYouScreening.com's own Mark Eastman. And with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. Who's having a coughing fit. I, I held it, and then it just had to come. This so, there's, I mean, not that anyone cares. There's a weird allergen in the air. Like, my eyes are all tearing up. Yeah. I'm like, if we start talking about a film, and I'm looking at you, and I'm tearing, yeah, right. don't misappropriate. Roma was so... Right. <laughs> this film's pure genius. Roma was great. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, we got a lot of, of movies uh, to get to. Yeah. And, uh, and next week, we get to see Glass, so... So that will Have you seen all of those? Fine. I know you've seen Unbreakable. Did you see no, Split? I saw the first one. I, mean, I saw I saw Split, but I have to admit that there are uh several versions of me seeing a movie. <laughs> what do you mean? Like <laughs> because sometimes uh I will get so much of the movie in different oh, oh, I know bits and pieces. <laughs> yeah. That uh, that then I'll say yeah I'm good yeah <laughs> because not I, start to finish but I've seen eighty minutes because of this I minute exactly yeah. I, I often I uh, and I don't know purists will think I'm bad I guess right. or whatever but I will often see like if a movie is an hour and a half I will see like an hour and ten minutes of the movie just different chunks at different yeah. times right. you know yeah, whenever they send it or something and and sometimes I'm like I know what I need to know right. right. <laughs> and, <laughs> And I'm good. So <laughs> I've seen a lot of Split. So you're telling me I, I should I have see not, Split. I have not actually watched the whole movie. Yeah, I haven't either. Actually, even before I saw Split, I would have told you not to see Split. <laughs> and and right. I'm comfortable with that yeah. <laughs> still. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, even though, I, I mean, people when that movie came out, everyone was like, whoa, what awesome I know. acting. I, I remember. And, yeah. and he's doing all these different personalities. And- I'll give you that. Sure. And if he was, if this was not actually a movie. Right. 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 But this was just the thing he sent me to get cast in my movie. I'd be like, damn. Let's give McAvoy a shot. Look at <laughs> yeah. Him. yeah. He's, he's all right. Uh, anyway, uh, we got tons of stuff to do uh, today. We got the upside is our big movie today, right? Big movie everywhere. But uh, yeah, it's. Strangely, uh, man. Took over for Aquaman yeah. uh, in the lead, and and I think that I feel like you know January sucks, and and mostly February <laughs> sucks. Oh, right? for films, yeah, yeah. For release, this is not an overall critique films. of life, but no, for February it is though. February sucks. February kind of sucks. <laughs> uh, no, but for movie <laughs> releases, and you know, people don't want to release stuff in January and February, right? And then. Once in a while, somebody goes, aha, nobody else is releasing anything. I'll release something big. But yeah, uh, but yeah, it's it's rough. And I feel like just this January, especially, you know, here's this funny, feel-good movie. And everyone goes, shit, I'll take it. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, we I need it. Like, I don't know that I'm super hyped for it, but yeah. I'll give that a <laughs> shot right now. <laughs> And uh, and I think it probably paid off for most everyone too. So right. I mean, there's spoiler of our review. It's not awful, right? <laughs> so you get that much <laughs> of a spoiler for yeah. me, except for you who thought it was awful. Oh god. Anyway, 
but we've also got somewhere between like seven and ten other movies. <laughs> yeah, we're catching up though. That we, we may <laughs> throw out real quick. And uh, the Critics' Choice Awards were on Sunday, so we got to cover that. Right. <clears throat> and the Critics' Choice Awards. Uh, so I'll tell you, uh, I am a Critics' Choice voter for anyone who doesn't know about that. Yep, this is all your fault. Um, yeah, it's all my fault. Um, but I was nervous after the Golden Globes. I was just, yeah. Going into into this. Would and, you guys write the ship or not? And, and I would say I never agree with everything that the Critics' Choice does. Right. But I at least am uh, fantastically relieved for the most part. <laughs> right. Uh, and we'll, you know, we'll go through the awards and everything, but I got to say, um, I'm going to talk about something else real quick before we just dive into the awards, but I do have to say, um, this was a year, this was a weird year and this is a year where nothing may do a great job of predicting the Oscars, right? Because this is a really weird year because there are very few things that you could vote for. There's very few categories where one picture or person or whatever really just blew everything away and you know it's going to win. Right. All of the things that won this year, and there are two ties at the Critics' Choice Awards, which is kind of crazy. We've had mm-hmm. we've had ties had before, before, but, but it's but, not often. But never uh, two in one year, yeah. and it's not very often. But this is a year where uh, most of the things that won – got like 33% of the vote or 36% of the vote because enough, people yeah. were split yeah. amongst a lot of things. Um, so it's, uh, you know, it's awesome to win, but I feel like that doesn't get talked about enough during award season, right. that idea, because something wins, right? And then all of a sudden everyone, th- the thing that happens in your brain, right, is... Like 80% of people voted for that. Right. Like they all of a sudden, you they just, really love me now. Yeah, you just jump to this yeah. conclusion. Four out of 10 love you. Right. Uh, so, so anyway, we'll talk about that and some of the, some of the choices, but at least we didn't have uh, crazy things like. You weren't too, too shocked. Bohemian Rhapsody right. or Rami There were Malik a couple things that were a little surprising, or, but not shocking. No, no. There were, there were a couple of things, and, uh, and we'll get to that. The thing that I wanted to talk about before we get into this. And hopefully get to some movies, mm-hmm. right? Is uh, and, and nobody's paying me to do this or anything, but uh, <laughs> I wanted to just give a shout out in this award season craziness to Suspiria, which mm-hmm. has not been getting a lot of mention, right? right? But it's been, you know, we obviously have our horror sci-fi category, so it got nominated for yeah. that. Um, but I feel like this movie's getting swept under the rug a little bit and is uh, really losing the attention it should get, especially because uh, it's directed by uh, Luca, and I'm I can't I'm ever, never gonna I, I say gonna this say, right, but it's like it right. Guadagnino. That's as close as I've <laughs> ever heard it. I, I thought you were looking at me say it, and I'm like I'm gonna butcher it. Don't ask me to do it. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. It's uh, I hope that's, that's pretty close, close at least. Yeah. But you know what? The reason that I want to kind of give a shout out to this is because, you know, the directors that I love, right, or the directors that I think are really uh, awesome are not like Steven Spielberg, where every Steven Spielberg movie feels like a Steven Spielberg movie. And it's probably really good. Right. But quite frankly, it's probably pretty safe 
And it's it's probably pretty vanilla. Yeah. It's just that it's really, really good vanilla, right? (laughs) Um, But when he takes it, when he uh, is announced as directing his next movie Mm -hmm. or whatever, nobody's going, what? What the hell is he directing that for? That's craziness, right? Um, And... (laughs) And with with Luca, who I'm going to call Luca, right? Uh, Let's do that. So he's just coming off of the huge year of directing "Call Me by Your Name," mm-hmm. yep. which was uh, which was a big big deal, right? But then, you know, before that, he directed uh, a bigger splash, which is another movie that didn't get enough attention, which was uh, Tilda Swinton and Ray Fiennes, and yep. you'd think more people would know that it was there, right? Uh, but then he, you know, he directed a couple documentaries and he directed short <laughs> films and and then uh, I I think it's like ten years ago he directed I Am Love, which was a foreign movie huh. with Tilda Swinton, yeah, which was also really cool, yeah. Uh, but then all of a sudden it's like you're remaking Suspiria, <laughs> right? Uh, a film that uh, no one was clamoring to have remade, <laughs> right? Exactly. I mean, even horror aficionados weren't like, man, and, I can't uh, wait for the day they get this right. And you know, the thing is that original movie, uh, did you see this one? I haven't yet. It's funny uh, yeah. because of all the negative stuff, not from you that I'd heard. It was, it was the last of the films that I decided I was going to go through. Right. Right. Like I still want to see it. Cause I remember the, you know, the original, so but it's, so it's weird because the original movie is actually really interesting. Mm-hmm. It's also really goofy and stupid. Right. 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 Um, it, but it's it's kind of from that time where it was like, hey man, we're just right. We're just doing we're just going nuts, trippy stuff. Right? right. Yeah. And but it's got it, it's got like this. Uh, you know, it's like if you watched the episode of Scooby Doo, <laughs> and at the end realized you had like learned a bunch of philosophy accidentally. <laughs> right. It's, it's right. like got this whole yeah. deep. Uh, I stuff going on, yeah, and uh, but then at the same time it's bonkers, it's just, and it's easy to dismiss <laughs> it because you don't you don't take it that seriously. Right. But if you endure it, you're like, and then well, wait, and, yeah. and then it's uh, you know you get to like once you get past like halfway through the movie, then all of a sudden it's like, what the <laughs> hell? Right? It's like uh, what's that movie where uh, dawn till dusk or whatever? Oh yeah, from dusk till dawn, it, where it first it's half like is you one think film. you're watching one thing, and right. then all of a sudden there's vampires Twenty seconds everywhere. Later, it's and, a totally different. Film. Yeah, and yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, and so this is not exactly like that. No, but kind of because, um, <laughs> well, especially in the remake, right? Um, I think it's maybe a little bit more pronounced, but in the remake for the first part of it, you're watching, you would think that you're just watching some serious movie. Yeah. Like it's just about this dance, dance school yeah. and, and weird stuff is happening. Yeah. And there's the, you know, crazy chick shows up at the psychiatrist's office and starts talking about crazy things and whatever, mm-hmm. but it's not bonkers right out of the gate, right. you know? But then by the time you get to the end, it's even more bonkers <laughs> than the original. It's yeah. like full on right. just, I'm looking forward to it then. It's, it's wacky, but it's, it's fun and it's interesting. And it actually has a lot of serious things that it's saying. This about, is the best review. Like this society. Film. Yeah. I, I'm not hearing right? any of this stuff. About the <laughs> this is the most positive accolade ever given to this film so far. Every uh, review I look uh, at is like trash, waste, <laughs> two hours, 20 minutes. I can't get I back. Thought, I thought it was, I thought it was a, like a hmm. lot of fun. And I think it's the thing is, um, if you can't deal with the fact that this is going to be 
like bonkers horror. Right. And I mean, when you get towards the end, it's pretty much silly. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, it's like lose your mind nonsensical. Right. But it's like on purpose. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's not off the rails. It was designed. Perfe- yeah. Purposely silly. It's not like they're making this and going, this is good. And, <laughs> and then, and then people watching go, what? <laughs> I mean, it's not like, you know, the disaster artist or right. Right. <laughs> like, it's uh, I love it. like you think you're making something that's totally serious. Lisa. And everyone thinks you're crazy. Yeah. Anyway, it's just it's a movie that I thought was a lot of fun, and I I'm surprised I, actually that everyone is bagging so, so hard I, on it. I'm not joking. You're the only person to come out and say this much good about it. Is well, you especially know. if you have like the original that yeah. you know what is happening. Right. I mean, you know what is you know what's going on. You know what's coming. Yeah. You know that it's he's not remaking like Shakespeare, and then it was <laughs> bonkers. Yeah, right? Right, right. It's like. I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, that's weird. That's a little surprising. I think that's I cool, think though. he deserves more attention, and I think the film does too. Luca. And there is some weirdly good acting in it, actually, too, because uh, until you get to the very end, where it's just like you know, we pull back the curtain and it's Voila, zaniness, right? right? Um, but up until that point, a lot of it, it's just um, weird suspense. You know, yeah. it's uh, it's this girl who's in this super famous dance academy that she wants to be in, that she yeah. actually gets in. But then, you know, but now I'm trapped here right. and weird stuff is happening. Yeah. And what do you do when weird stuff, you know, it's like get out when it's right. uh, you're at their house now. Yeah. And you're like, and oh you're shit, right, right now yeah. it's like weird, right? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, huh. I thought it was a lot of fun. That's okay. Cool. So the Critics' Choice Awards, um, not that we're going to necessarily totally go through everything, but best uh, Roma won Best Picture, mm-hmm. which was kind of a big surprise, actually, uh, because for a foreign film to win, I mean, just in a right. general sense. In that idea, right. Um, but everybody loved it, right? Mm-hmm. But e- But even this movie, and you've got lots of different awards and lots of different, like, critics' lists of best movies and all this stuff, and Roma's always up there somewhere and everything. Yep. But I think that among the huge amount of nominees, right, <laughs> right, but especially things like The Favorite and Vice and A Star is Born, right. I know a lot of people are voting for those. Yeah. And you've got other things to vote for besides. And you know there's that one guy who voted for Black Panther because <laughs> it got nominated. <laughs> right. So somebody, somebody voted for it in the first place to <laughs> yeah. nominate it, right? Yeah, that's true. Anyway, so uh, I think this, as much as you know, Roma's a really good movie. Um, I think this, this is, we already have, it's just, it's so split. See, we're talking about Roma and I'm uh, crying. This is not, I'm yeah, exactly. I, I don't think that you can take this, especially this year as, you know, this is the thing everyone voted for. And so it won. Right. Uh, because there's a lot of things and nothing uh, stood out quite enough. I feel like the favorite could have had it. Yeah. Except that the favorite just didn't have uh, quite enough of a kind of a push from getting a release where people then started right. talking about it a right. lot. So uh, same might be true for Vice, actually, um, because a lot of people loved it. But I right. don't. But that's in the same boat, you know. When your when your films come out really really late in the year, yeah, you, you risk that. You, yeah, you don't get a lot of that going on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then actor Christian Bale won, and it's kind of funny because uh, did you watch the show? 
uh, the act, the Critics' the actual, Choice. Yeah, no. Uh, it was funny because nope. uh, he won Best Actor in a Comedy, right? Because <laughs> first, yeah, and then he had this whole speech, and it was really funny because he got up there and he goes, uh, "I, I've." Figured out that I forgot to thank a lot of people <laughs> last week. Right. Uh, so now I can make up for that now. So I want to thank the HFPA. <laughs> and it was pretty, and it was pretty funny. funny. Um, but, you know, then he gave this whole speech. Then he wins Best Actor. And he's like, um, I mean, like I said it all. <laughs> That's cool. And uh, it was funny. He's a weird dude. He but a weird but dude. he's... I don't know. He's got he's I, got I British he, humor. I think he's kind of cool. But anyway, yeah. but even even here, uh, I think he I think he might have been one of the one of the more shoo-any things amongst all For, of the things. Right. But you had a lot of people talking about Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Uh, and Bradley Cooper. Yep. Willem Dafoe. If there were if there were any truth to the world he would have actually won yeah i know you've been talking about <laughs> uh, him i i think it, yeah i think he i think he actually really had part of me wanted best i just wanted rami to win and then again. there was and then there was and then there was rami who because i wanted you to just like start texting me and be like oh i'd have lost my mind what the seriously. hell is going on and i'm like that's it man it's a lock for the year um which is and not you, to suggest that he's undeserving and, or anything, and you but know not, Best actor and best actress are always a weird, yeah. <laughs> uh, a weird thing. You have to get in the mind of people voting, and yep. and it's almost like what's you the want temperature it, of the room right now? Exactly. Not in three weeks. Not in three months. Not three years. But today, right and, now, and it's and hard. You, you want to think that a group of critics are going to maybe be a little critical, better <laughs> at, at that yeah. idea, right? But no. it doesn't work that way. And then you, uh, so then you got actress where you had one of the ties, yeah. And this was, I think, absolutely a product of everyone being split, right? Yeah. And I love that about the Critics' Choice. It makes me so happy, even though what I have to suffer through is the fact that Lady Gaga won, yeah, which she absolutely should not have won. Uh, there's no way that you can tell me that she was doing the best acting of the year and I have to vote for her as best actress because then I just have to call you crazy. Right, right. Then I have to pull like a like a Siskel and, sure. and say, if you right. think this movie's the best movie, you're just wrong. At some <laughs> right. point, I just get Your to say you're wrong. Your opinion is wrong, yeah. Um, but what makes me happy about it is that there was so much split there had to be right among all the votes that Glenn Close just didn't walk away with it, right? Which I don't think she should have either. Yeah, I'm kind of okay with you know maybe, but I didn't think she was that great in the wife. I think she just was in the wife. I think she just made a movie right. and people voted for. Um, but you had a lot of people split. Um, I know a lot of people voted for Olivia Coleman. Right. Because she won Best Actress in a Comedy, right? So you know, you, don't pe- do th- you yeah. know, people were voting for her, and that's usually when this when there's a split or there's a deviation enough, somebody just slides through. Yep. And I wouldn't have been stunned if if Olivia Coleman had won Best Actress. And and I uh, I know, even though this is weird, maybe for some people, but I know Tony Collette got a lot of votes. Yeah. People um, love her in Hereditary. They do. Yeah. People are all over her, yeah. especially critics, 
And the whole thing there is that, you know, you, you just can't get enough people to vote for a horror right. movie as having the best actress. Like, that just can't happen. Yeah. But I know she got a lot, and I know that it pulled the oh, yeah, it sure. pulled the vote apart. Yeah. And so that may, even though Glenn Close won, which I don't want her to, it at least makes me happy that. That I, was your best I, category. I know then. it was a huge split. Yeah. I know there was a lot of split Lady going Gaga on. Lady Gaga and Glenn Because Close. in order for them to tie, you know, yeah. you know it had to be yeah, like, right. a, it had it's to be not like there. they got 50 50 right. Right. <laughs> and tied right. or something like that. Uh, anyway, then uh, we got supporting actor Mahershala Ali. And as much as everyone loves him and he already won the Golden Globe. And everyone wants to vote for him and everything. I know this is another category where I know a lot of people voted for Sam Elliott. I know a lot of yeah. people were going to be voting for Adam Driver. Richard Grant probably. Richard e. he, was, Grant. he was the one I thought was going to sneak away with he that. He was great. Yeah. And I know a lot of people voted for, uh, or at least I think a lot of people voted for Timothy Chalamet too, yeah. just because he's kind of like the it he is, guy yeah. uh, at yep. the moment. Well, and he's good and in he's, it. Right. I was going to say, it doesn't <laughs> change like, that. Yeah, he's following Not like up. he's horrible. Yeah. But yeah, Richard E. Grant was really good. Yeah. And people it, seemed to really love that part. of Even when they were tepid about the film and a little tepid about Melissa McCarthy, they were not about him. They, they were constantly saying, like, look at this performance. This is nomination worthy. This is him at his best. And maybe that's true. Right, right. Um, but he was good. And he's got yeah. a... Uh, He's got a special kind of charisma that's needed for that, that, that role. That he's anyway. always had. Yeah, right. Uh, he's just on display at his best in that role because that role needs him. Yeah, like I mean, they need a Richard Grant. I'm right. glad they got right. him. So yeah. Uh, and then uh, supporting actress Regina King got it, and I don't think you can fault. Uh, I haven't seen Regina, yet. Regina King getting that right. Yeah. But this is a this is another category where you know she could. She could have like twenty two percent of the vote, and I wouldn't be surprised because yeah. uh, you got Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz. They had to hurt each other's you're, chances. You're splitting your own movie yeah. in half right. uh, with all the votes you get in there. You've got Claire Foy, despite the fact that I don't think she's in the movie enough to count as a supporting actress. We talked um, about that. Yeah, I agree. I know that a lot of people were championing her for Get it. That. Yeah. Uh, and you got Amy Adams and Vice and Nicole Kidman, and you've got you've got everyone she was so, to, yeah. to vote for in yeah. that category, right? Uh, there's you're getting all kinds of a split. I don't think that there's a real chance that you know Regina King got like seventy percent of the yeah, vote right. and everything else was split. I think that was pretty split. You, real quick, just because you're you're there and you know how the hell did Emma Stone get in the supporting actress when she's the lead actress of that film? I would argue well, easily I feel, Olivia Colman like is a supporting we, actress. I feel like, like I we already talked really about this. Did we? I can't remember if I feel like we I feel like oh, we wait, did yeah, when we, we did. when we were reviewing when the we movie. Were doing the movie right. Because uh so the critics' choice, uh, you know, I don't know, in case you missed it last week, we'll do this like real quick. Um it's really only the Oscars that matters. Yeah. Right? Okay. <laughs> the Oscars demands that you submit people to be nominated, right? So you, as the movie, have to say, I want Emma Stone to be in Best Supporting Actress, right. and I want Olivia Coleman to be in Best Actress. And then the Oscars take those things like, okay, and vote for whoever they're going to vote for, right. and that's it. The Oscars does not go, 
Uh, no, uh, Emma Stone. Yeah. I'm nominating Emma Stone for Best Actress. That's right. like not a thing that can happen. They yeah. don't make it up. Yeah. They don't make up things on their own. They just take what gets submitted to them. Yeah. And basically what happens is uh, the Critics' Choice has no uh, reason that they have to abide by that, and they don't necessarily. Right. Um, the And it's the same with the Golden Globes in the way that they nominate stuff. They're not right. actually they don't. in a thing or whatever. Um, but the Critics' Choice, you just nominate whatever you're going to nominate. Yeah. And there people, are no there are no rules people about sift it. through it yeah. but basically mm-hmm. the idea of the critics choice is that for the most part we'll play along with what the movies say and yeah right for the Oscars so uh so like you know the the nominating guidelines are try to stick with the things that the movies have put forward right. And if there's something bonkers, then nominate what what you want or whatever you'd like. You don't have to, yeah. But we might as well stick with the thing. So that's that makes sense. so that's how that happens. The favorite, for whatever reason, said did it right. <laughs> and right. That, um, but so anyway, that's a category okay. where you've got right. tons of tons of mixed uh, votes going on. Uh, Quaron got director, yeah, which was. Um, I would say pretty obvious, not from all the movies, but pretty obvious from just like reading the room. Right. <laughs> like, right. like he just was, yeah. he was going to win. But you had a lot of stuff going on there too. You got Adam yeah. McKay and Vice, Spike Lee, Damien Chazelle, who yeah. uh, in First Man, right. uh, not that First Man doesn't get it on its own, but I mean, he just had La La Land. Right. So he's right there. And then you've got Yorgos Lanthimos. Who actually should have won? So there, <laughs> so there's yeah. a lot of room for splitting votes there. Yeah, and you know that's just another category. And I, th- I just think it's such a weird thing when you watch these shows, and you know people are watching at home, and and everyone goes, "Best director, Alfonso Cuarón." And it, there's just this weird feeling that gives you yeah. that obviously he got ninety percent of the vote, yeah. or you know whatever it is. Right. I mean, it's just it's not like we. It's not like we have a runoff election <laughs> or whatever, right. and then you vote again until somebody gets yeah. whatever. Anyway, uh, then Best Original Screenplay, First Reformed got it. Yeah. And I'm okay with that, but it was kind of surprising. Uh, yeah. It, it, was, it was not surprising that First Reform got a number of nominations for things, and Ethan Hawke got nominated and all that. But it was kind of uh, surprising, especially – since you know the Golden Globes uh, just does their one right. thing, right? Um, not adapted, but not since original, it's split yeah. into original, and you've got it up against the favorite Vice, Roma, and I would even say Eighth Grade, which yeah. got nominated, and I think is a that's crazy an under- good yeah. screenplay. Yep, um, that I feel like you know nothing, <laughs> not to take anything away from First Reformed, but I feel like that was one that snuck in under the split of people voting for everything else. Yeah. A lot of votes going to everything else. You know, Roma had a ton of votes. I think the favorite and vice would have both had a ton of votes. So it's just, that's just how everything is adapted screenplay. uh, If Beale street could talk and, and that one, I will really give you, um, I think it, the it's there's more nominations, but among the serious contenders, 
There's Black Klansman, A Star is Born, and First Man. And I don't love any of those screenplays. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I thought it was funny, actually, because uh, especially considering, like, First Man, right? Uh, because Claire Foy got uh, an award. She got, like, the See Her Award yeah. because she's in everything and whatever. Yeah. And uh, and she was talking at one point during the show, and she was talking about, uh, you know, being so happy that uh, the people making Firstborn and uh, – or First Man. First Man. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, the way the movie – came through and we got to see that she's, you know, not just the wife, but she's like a real person. And, right. and, uh, we get to see that, you know, her life, his kid's life, his home life, all of that was, uh, just as interesting. And I'm like, that would be interesting. That's not actually the screenplay that happened. That's not the movie we saw. Right. It's the movie we talked about we wanting. Wanted to like see. she's listening right. to our podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Hi, Claire. Uh, but but yeah. yeah, I thought um, I easily give it to if Beale Street could talk. Uh, yeah. Star is Born is uh, giving that adapted screenplay at this point would be sort of insulting. Like what? <laughs> I mean, really, when we're on like the twentieth version of right, the movie, is it right. still like best Unless adapted it wins every year? In which case, you're like that thing's gold. We got, that's why it keeps getting remade. Yeah. I thought Black Klansman as a screenplay was fine. I thought, I it was thought good. Black Klansman as a screenplay could, was. If Beale Street wasn't okay. in, I thought Black Klansman might have split something and come in low. But uh, yeah, I think, and I'm sure there's lots of people who would agree with you. I think, as far as voting for it goes, I think the beginning and the end of the movie. Yeah, I know. Pissed off a lot of people who yeah. might vote for it. it really, for best alien, screenplay. Yeah. <laughs> if you forget you're watching a Spike Lee movie, or if you if you're late and you got to leave early, you might never know what everyone's got right. in their crow. <laughs> right. What, but what's the wrong? moment the first you know that Alec Baldwin scene, and then the moment that the, all the current footage airs at the end, you're like, oh yeah, this is a Spike Lee joint. Right. Like right, I remember right. now because I'm getting punched in the face <laughs> with my privilege. So. Right. Uh, okay, and so then we're not going to cover everything uh, because there's too you much, almost and, all the and we're not we're not going to do really like TV too much except just to say a couple yeah. of things. But uh, but anyway, so production design uh, went to Black Panther, mm-hmm. and this was for me. Uh, I'll take this as the travesty, right? Because at least I don't have to hate everyone or whatever, right? But this was, I think, horrible. This is a horrible pick. And this for me was just this and visual effects, right? Yeah. Black Panther got this right. and visual effects. And this is just some sad hive mind wanting to give Black Panther something. Yeah. Uh, it was awful. And it's, I mean, they're both kind of awful, but production design especially I think is awful. And right. it's one of those categories too where it's like, ah, we can give it this because no one knows what the hell it means anyway, <laughs> right? Right, right. right. Um, and, and that's kind of sad, especially for critics. I'd rather have that happen at the Oscars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but right. for critics, if you know what production design means, right? And and it used to be called artistic design yeah. uh, until Gone with the Wind, actually. Right. Um, and the production designer on Gone with this raised Gone it with the Wind and went, decided um. it was called production design. <laughs> yeah. Um, but production design is really the. Uh, overall look of the movie is the production designer's right. job. Yeah. 
the and making it all look the same in a sense right. and have it feel like it you're in the same movie in from the same scene to scene in the same place yeah and like uh you know designing the sets basically for whatever might be happening and uh, making sure that various locations look like they're somehow in the same world and everything. Yeah. And okay. So first of all, black Panther, I, I got to say uh, sucks at that anyway, yeah. <laughs> even just like to get nominated Throw it out there. I, I, hey, I'll, I have to have my opinions. Yeah. But the other nominees are Roma, The Favorite, First Man, Crazy Rich Asians, and Mary Poppins Returns. And now I feel like I'm doing the Golden Globes because every one of those is better at it. Every one of those movies has better production design than Black Panther. Even First Man, which I don't want to give too much credit because I didn't love it. But the production design was awesome. I was going to say there's a strange thing where they nail that time period perfectly. Right. Everything everything looked very much like it was truly taken out of photos and someone just walked around and was like, I've got this room still built. Right. And this is what it really looked like. Come right. Like, like, like they went there. I will give somebody's them that. Somebody's yeah. got a house that they just haven't yeah. updated right. or whatever. It's in carbonite. So. Uh, but you've got Mary Poppins yeah. Returns and yeah. The Favorite. And The Favorite. Right. And even, you know, Rome, I think, okay. But, no. but yeah. Uh, but man, the other movies that are in there, yeah, it's uh, no, I know. It, that's a bonkers one for me. And jumping to visual effects, it won visual effects. Dude, the visual effects in it sucked. That's I was like just gonna Aquaman say, winning. I can't. <laughs> I can't imagine how Ready Player One doesn't win that. I can't either. Except the whole the, movie except is that I would give you uh, Mary Poppins. Uh, because I thought uh, the visual effects in Mary Poppins are really good too. They are good. Uh, Eighty nine percent of Ready Player One is animated, you know, and it's great. And and whether you like the movie or not, it's really well. Yeah, it looks, uh, it looks great. Yeah, and it even looks great. It even looks great when uh, you're looking at the things that don't look like visual effects, right? That don't seem like they are things like when we're seeing him in the past, or we're seeing, you know, whatever. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought Ready Player One uh, definitely should have won. But but again, I th- I'd still give Even it to if, any of I was those just gonna movies. Say, it doesn't matter. Black right, Panther, any of them. Black Panther's visual effects seriously are like Aquaman. I hated the visual effects <laughs> in yeah. Black Panther. There are a few of them that are like okay, right? Yeah. I mean, just because sure. we have that kind of budget, and so some of them are going to be okay. Just right. like in Aquaman, some of them are okay. Some are all right, right. But most of them are stupid. <laughs> I mean, it's not even good yeah, visual. No, uh, it, there's a point at which when you have these superhero uh, movies and you have stuff like Aquaman and you have James Wan like commenting on the internet that it's it's deplorable or whatever right. that he that Aquaman didn't get nominated. Like someone has confused this category with like most visual effects <laughs> or, or something like the Phantom Menace Award. Do you not no. see how many? It's like right. Trump arguing for visual effects. That was or funny. Uh, it's when huge. We did, when we did Aquaman, you're like, look huge. at all those fish. I did every one of those. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, uh, you I know. know how long it took me to draw that? I win. <laughs> I don't know. It's nuts. Um, But anyway, also nominated uh, was The Avengers, Mary Poppins, First Man, Ready Player One, and Mission Impossible. And First Man... Come on. First Man was good. I mean, for... The visual effects. visual effects, right. right. Yeah, it was good. No, I mean, like, First Man, like, how did that all by itself lose to Black Panther? 
you know, first right, man, right. some of this stuff. Yeah. You know, anyway, I get what you're saying about it. I, uh, yeah, whatever. Anyway, moving on. Uh, so animated feature, uh, surprisingly to me, Spider-Man won. Yeah. Uh, won Golden Globes, and I thought that was cool. I was not sure it was going to take this What you think was going to win? Just out of curiosity. Not what you I voted for, but what you really thought Isle of Dogs yeah. was going to win. I thought when you uh, throw a bunch of critics together, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was going to be Isle of Dogs. And uh, what I what I love, though, what's weird is that I totally would give it to Spider-Man. I still pick Isle of Dogs. Yeah. But if you're going to pick Spider-Man, fine. Okay. This is one of those ones yeah. where I was scared it was going to be like Incredibles 2 or yeah. – And it's weird because here's a year where you have Incredibles 2, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Right. And neither right. one of them I thought really had a chance because yeah. neither one of them got great reviews. Right. And and that's so weird. Yeah. We should be – Incredibles 2 should be – dominate right right that's right. how that's supposed to work that's, yeah that's where <laughs> right. we're at uh all right anyway so um comedy was uh crazy rich asians which i thought was great because uh for the critics choice awards i feel like uh the best comedy movie thing is like losing touch over the last few years right yeah. it's supposed to be a comedy it's not supposed to be our version of the golden globes where we call something a comedy and it doesn't make any sense that, right. that we're calling it right. comedy um <clears throat> but crazy rich asians was great i love it winning something yeah and the other reason it was surprising for me is because you got to have the right sense of humor yeah. uh for right. that for that movie to strike you as being really funny. Yeah. And it is. Uh but it's not uh it's not the same thing as mostly people call the best comedy of the year, right? Yeah. Um it's it's in its own little realm. Right. But anyway, that one. Uh Bale, we already said one actor, Olivia Coleman, we already said one actress in, in comedies. Yeah. Foreign language was obviously Roma. Yeah. And uh, and pretty much that covers the movies. That's I don't it. I don't know if I yeah. got everything, but nah, in uh, in TV, the only thing I want to say is we're not going to cover all all the things that happen in TV. Uh, but the great thing was the marvelous Mrs. Maisel mm-hmm. won uh, best comedy. It won like supporting actress. It won actress. It won all sorts of things because it's awesome. Yeah, I love that show. Yeah, uh, and then also Barry. Got at least enough attention, right? Because that show also I, is I, awesome. I know a lot of people think that Bill is killing it right that now. That show is great. Yeah, and uh, I was, uh, I was. Who else? It, that's. I was kind of disappointed that it didn't win, but it was tough. That oh, was Henry a crazy Winkler. category. Yeah, best comedy series was a crazy com- mm. category. Yeah, so. Uh, it won best right. supporting actress. It won best supporting actor. It won best actor. It yeah, <laughs> wow. won all sorts of stuff. I don't know what else you need. To- and then the other, the final thing that I want to say is that uh, the assassination of Giovanni Versace yeah. uh, sucks, and I hate everyone who likes it. <laughs> <laughs> it won. I love how we have <laughs> that note. That's it great. won. It won best. Uh, Limited series, yeah. It won best actor in a limited series. Oh, did it? It's a I didn't know what got that donkey goofball. Um, well, movie anyway. about something no one cares about, delivered in a way to try and make sure that 
if you don't care about it, you still don't. Yeah, uh, right. Was, uh, Congratulations. I hated yeah. it. It was horrible. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, it, it was. It was like, so you're not interested in what happened to Giovanni Versace? Well, let me tell you something. <laughs> you don't even know. You don't know how much you don't want to know about <laughs> let, this let or me, how stupid tell you. it is. Yeah, or, that's funny. You know, whatever. It's all, oh, man. It was like... It was like uh, stepping into like season four of Gossip Girl with no previous experience. Great, <laughs> that's a that's a hell of a selling point too. Uh, anyway, uh, anyway, so getting on to movies and uh, as though we knew what we were talking about. So the upside, the uh, upside, we're we're done with our news, I guess. See, yeah. Except, uh, I will say, news wise, there's a trailer just hit. Yesterday, today, I don't Which, even I don't even remember for uh, the, the new Spider Man. Oh, that's the, uh, uh, yesterday. Far from home. I think it was yesterday. And and I gotta say, I'm not a huge fan of the Spider Man franchise overall. At, or right at any now? point, you didn't uh, like the Tobey Maguire ones, the Sam the, Raimi they, ones. You know, they the first were two okay. were fun. I didn't, uh, I didn't such a love grump. them. The first I two didn't were love great. them. I liked uh, things, it, you know, going back really far or fairly far anyway. Yeah. Um, I, I liked, uh, I was so into like the Batman yeah. movies at the time yeah. and uh, like the sense. original Iron Man and stuff like that. Yeah. And they were fine. Yeah. I mean, they were okay. I didn't hate them. Yeah. Um, until like, you know, whatever two or three or it yeah. was crazy then, donkiness. Then they made and they you were hate like, them. You didn't like Batman and Robin, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> hold my beer, right? And uh, but I, you know, I liked some of the first ones, but you know, Spider Man for me is like never been better than the Saturday morning cartoon yet, <laughs> and right. And the last movie we had w- was Homecoming. Okay, yeah. I mean, it it was you liked it a lot more than I did. I I, I, I didn't hate it. I, you know what I liked about it was the fact that it was really committed to the whole high school thing. Yeah, and it was going to like explore the high schoolness and the young personness instead of just every superhero is right is you know some badass dude sure. or whatever like right. you know the thing that I don't love about a lot of the Marvel universe or DC universe or whatever is yeah. it, we're now at this stage where uh, you know if you take off your mask you're still like a badass dude right you know I I want right. Batman <laughs> yeah. I want Christian Bale pretending to be like a fop Bruce Wayne right. guy at a party or whatever, so that he can then be Batman. Right. I don't want, I don't want Bruce Wayne to go into his house and start kicking the crap Whooping out the of crap people. Out. <laughs> right? yeah. I mean, yeah. Anyway, so I, I like that it did that, but uh, the reason I bring it up is that the trailer looks really good. Uh, oh, I haven't seen. I, it I yet. thought the trailer looked it like better a lot do of a fun. lot. It better do a lot to sell me. I I loathe the yeah. last film. Yeah, and it was uh, mostly not for performances. It was the story. I just didn't want to see Iron Spider Man. <laughs> you know, Spider Man's got his own abilities and and difficulties, and those all rest in the story of him trying to do what's right. You just throw Tony Stark's tech armor on top of him, and it's really just you know comedy ensuing. Like, oh God, I hit the wrong button. How do I get out of this thing? And right, it, that right. didn't appeal to me, but. Yeah, anyway, okay, uh, we should try to actually cover a movie. <laughs> right, there <laughs> the, we go. Yeah, so the upside. Uh, so it's Kevin Hart and, uh, oh my God, what's Brian the Cranston. Yeah, Brian Cranston. Nicole Kidman. Um, uh, uh, yeah. Nicole, I forgot Nicole Kidman was in this until she popped up. And I, I know. Went, that I, woman looks a lot like Nicole Kidman. I, and, then I, and then it hit me I and I went, too. that's really her. Uh, all right, so in the... Uh, it, 
going along with, I guess, the theory of trying to be fast, I will just say I gave this one uh, seven and a half. Ah, uh, you. Yeah. I had you at you, four and a half. You gave it a two. I thought, I thought you really <clears throat> hated this. No. Uh, I hated, uh, I'll tell you, almost, so almost all of the points that this loses or whatever, yeah. or <laughs> the reason that it can't manage to put any more together is that uh, it, was, it, it was horribly slow. And I I started to hate the slowness. I wasn't even necessarily bored exactly. Right. It just was so slow. I was throttling. And there like were just, a lot of yeah. parts of it that it, that I thought, you know, y- your theory is that if something with emotion is happening, we have to make it take 10 minutes yeah. no matter what it is. Right. And it just uh, dragged on. But yeah. uh, I loved Brian Cranston. Yeah. And uh, I thought Kevin Hart was not bad. Yeah, I didn't love Kevin Hart, but I, uh, I thought he was not bad in it. I didn't like most everything about the movie where Kevin Hart is like on his own or his own family or his own problems or all that stuff. I didn't think that was really great. But overall, I was like, okay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, this is you know, I mean. I felt like I was I was trying for a while to think that maybe I'm like five or six or something. And the more I thought about it, what I thought was, if I'm going to go there, I, I feel like I'm not being fair to like the theory of the movie, because mm-hmm. the reasons that I want to make it even lower, I thought in my mind, were reasons that I don't like that you made this movie in the first place. Right. <laughs> And I thought, you know, that's just uh, that's just not fair. So yeah. anyway, I gave it a seven and a half. I was so ready to just have a little bit of an argument with you about it. I'm at seven and a half. I felt like the oh, exact same liar. stuff. The you stuff, were no, making the stuff, faces at me the whole time. I was I said so seven sure and a you're going to be like, eh, this is. I mean, look, in in some way, this is the buddy cop formula. There's just no cops in it. You know, you got good right, cop right. and rogue crazy cop. When you put when you put oil and vinegar together, they're not supposed to mix. But sometimes when you have two awesome characters who are coming from in this in this you know very different places, one is super wealthy and one is recently out of prison um you know this is if if this had been made and uh, like a jerk and a jerk i mean this is (laughs) this is like you know 25 years ago eddie murphy and someone else would have been in this 40 this was uh gene wilder and richard Pryor film like this is not just black and white but 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 just circumstance the stuff the stuff that happens here i could have seen i could have seen in a different time around trading places eddie murphy and dan Aykroyd doing something like this but the strengths here are, you know, they play to Kevin Hart. He's really good at what he has to do. Even when he has to do stuff he's not great at doing yet, maybe he will be later if he continues acting. I, I had fun with it. Yeah. I liked watching him. There were times when it felt like the movie was like those old old TV shows. Well, I guess they, they still do it, where instead of a studio audience, it's filmed with a laugh track. Right. There are some weird places where there's a big gap in their natural conversation because they know the audience because is going to be laughing and you're right, supposed to right. give them a beat to wait um the dynamic between them is great they're great their chemistry is great watching brian cranston act with only his neck up yeah and do yeah. so much where everyone else around him has full control right. and i guess you could argue even the way that he moves his wheelchair is it, it was 
God, this is such a weird compliment. It was so strangely believable for someone who's recently quadriplegic right, to have him make right. the mistakes, but to be pushing the way he did. Like he wasn't going softly through things. Right. He's trying to knock stuff over. Right. You know, and that's a that's a fun for a longer review, that's a fun examination of, you know, what's happening with him internally. They try to facilitate that later with a scene that didn't work for me when they're breaking stuff. You know, I, yeah. I get what they're trying to do and I get why they're trying to do it. And I get why that scene is a catharsis for everything that happened three minutes ago. Just didn't play for me. Yeah. And I agree with you. You know, some of some of the stuff that kept it from being any higher. And for a while there, I actually thought this is going to be a weird sleeper hit. This is like right, a nine. Right, right. The pacing is so strange. It it really does idle in in spots that it doesn't need to idle in. It's not designed to go fast, even though the first two minutes of the film make you think like you're going to see rush hour just with emotion. Right. And it's not the film you get. The weird pacing that it has is strangely erratic and a little, a little off putting. The performances are all great. I don't have a problem with anything in there performance wise. I hate the ending. I absolutely <laughs> hate the ending and the ending bothers me in a way, not for what it does. I get that it, it's doing, you know, this story, but it waited so long to get to a point where it could bring me the ending, and then it rushes the ending, and, and then and, the credits roll. And where the ending, and I've waited for twenty five minutes. And where minutes. the ending could like make sense, right? Right. It's it's a denouement. It doesn't really close Plus, the story. But I didn't I didn't think it was satisfaction that I got from that at all. I I was like, don't roll the credits, and then the credits went low, and I went that you you just tanked like a star or two off. Right. That. I hate that ending. And and not only is Even the, though I is love the what they're weird. doing in the ending. What they're doing, I love. I do too. But I hate the way it ends. So. But it, it, but it's not that the ending's bad, at least I don't think. Um, and you just said you it's love it. It's not a bad it, ending. So. It's not a bad ending. I just it's hate not, the way it ends. It's, it's not that it's a bad ending. It's the, it's the 20 minutes before the ending. Yep. Where it feels, the movie feels like we shot the ending on the first day. Yeah. Yep. And then we were still writing some of the other part. And then all of a sudden, there's like a point in this movie where, you know, somebody said, shit, we got to fill 10, we we got 10 minutes to get from (laughs) where we are now to the ending we already filmed. Right. And so, boom, we're there. Like, it just has to happen right now. And it's weird, especially in the whole movie that we just watched, right? Yeah. You watch everything happen really slowly. You watch all this stuff. And then all of a sudden he's got like this business. Right. And I thought, you know, it's, it's gotta be like eight months to a year later. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, because he's got like a factory moving, he's yeah. got everything happening. And then all of a sudden, like he hasn't seen him for all that time. Right. And you're like, what? Right. I don't know. I don't know. It's all weird. And it just is like, and I'll tell you, when the movie started, I I was getting ready to give this like a one, right? Because yeah. if I see the end oh, of one the begin- more I know. goddamn film. I knew film you were going to say that. Yeah, I know. I am so sick to death of that. Yeah. If you've actually got some reason to do that, yeah. then fine. Let's right. 
do something with it. But there it, is right? no reason except there's no reason. That, look at how coy we are. There's no reason to do that here yeah. except that somebody has convinced everyone in Hollywood this is a good yeah that if you can start your movie for three minutes and then say six months earlier <laughs> and then actually start the movie uh-huh. that you you win or the something. movie starts I like that. I hate that, dude. I almost looked over at you and cracked up. The movie starts like that, then it gives the based on true events, and then it's six <laughs> yeah. months or and I'm yeah. like, this is the holy trifecta of shit <laughs> to put Mark in a bad mood. Yeah, and, like and I, I was. I know I was. I was cra- too. I, I don't know if you heard me. I was and, cracking up. And the thing that is funny is, as soon as the movie starts and I they're drive and they're driving the car and yeah. they just sort of look at each other without saying anything and stuff. Yeah. As soon as they do that, I'm like, it's the freaking end again. Yeah. Like you just know yeah, that you it know, is. Right. You know it's coming. And it's just it's so it's so goofy. It's like Yeah. I don't know, put ten more lens flares in. It's right. you know, it's just right. like I don't know how to do things, so this is what everybody does. So yeah. I'll do that. And it's horrible. But uh, you know, like what I thought was great about the movie, especially given we've got Brian Cranston, what can we do with him? We've got Kevin Hart. How does he work? What can we do with him? Right. Because you could have easily had this movie like 30, 40 years ago or yeah. whenever, and yeah. it'd be like Eddie Murphy or, sure. or whatever. Uh, but Eddie, Mur- Eddie Murphy could have made this movie uh, when he was younger with whoever. Yeah. But he wouldn't have been a jerk. Right. He, you know, he would have been like Beverly Hills cop guy. He's right. You know, he's flippant and he's, yeah. you know, defying authority and whatever it is that he's doing and he's yep. doing stuff his own way. But it wouldn't be just an outright jerk right. about it. And it'd be like a slightly different it, movie. Yeah. And in this one, Kevin Hart is really good at I'm kind of an obnoxious jerk. Right. And and we have to ultimately get past that. And at the beginning of the movie, when he when he finally goes in, I thought the, this beginning part actually takes too long, uh, much like many things in the movie. But when we finally get to the point where Brian Cranston's like, "Yeah, I want him," right. I was like, "I am so sold on that being what happened in the true story, right. or you know, whatever the true events." Yeah, I'm like, I don't know him. I don't know yeah, right. the other guy. Or I don't know anything. the story. Yeah. But he has just like completely sold me on being the guy that would do that. Right. It by doing nothing, by right. by being in a wheelchair and just sitting there and looking yep. at him and whatever. And when he is on that date with Juliana Margulies, like oh, I yeah. am so sold on everything that happens. Yeah. God, he's so and good at it's that. such a it's such a kind of cliche nonsensical thing. Mm-hmm. And yet they do it great. And even yeah. I'm no huge Margulies fan, um, yeah. but she was really good, good in that. Yeah, and she was really good at convincing me, uh, the both of them together, exactly how that meal happened. Yeah, exactly how we got from one stage to the next. Yep, uh, it, that I believe them doing it, yeah. and and I actually believe the uh, weird thing that the movie's trying to sell me that it's. It's not really her fault. It's not that she's actually right. bad. Right. Right. Because, you know, you could film that scene 10 different times yeah. and in nine of them, she would come out like a Real raging bitchy. bitch Real right? bitchy. and like yeah. a horrible person. Yep. And, and she's just like, man, yeah, just didn't actually know what I was getting into, but she's not a bad person no. about it. Right. right. I mean, right. and, and it's and, one thing to intellectualize 
a situation. And then when you're in it and you watch her a road, right? Like right. she, ca- she starts drinking a little more and he notices she, it. And she just is like, this is, this is a lot at once. And she he's like, starts out, she you know? starts out and she gets there and she's like, yeah, I'm down. There's, there's and little it's perfectly yeah. done. Like she's at the very beginning. She's like, I'll feed you your food. And she's right. just down with it. Like as though they had lived together for years. Yeah. And then, and then it just crumbles. And then they're laughing yeah. and they're talking and they're having this nice meal and everything. And then it's just, you know, on and on right. and on. And then and this on. is the rest of how life will be. Yeah. Right, right. There's small things. I, I like that scene mostly. There's other scenes that I liked mostly. There was a weird thing. I wasn't looking to nitpick, but there were small things that I found ineffective throughout. That scene would have been great if it didn't end with him getting scalded and then no one ever checking him for burns. Right, right, right. You know, and I'm and I'm not again, this seems like I'm nitpicking. There's a scene earlier where Kevin Hart has this I guess it's supposed to be humorous, though I didn't hear anyone in our theater laugh. Um, this shower problem. And there's a yeah. three minute thing with how weird rich people shower. Yeah. And all it did was make me think of Eddie Murphy and trading places where he's like, Jacuzzi. I don't know what that is. He's right. like, it's bubbles. You know, and you're like, oh. And I feel like someone just went, we got to have our trading places jacuzzi thing. Because he never references this later. It doesn't have to be a albatross he carries like two hours later. He's like, hey, man, I need a real shower. Like nothing comes right. up. But they spend a fair amount of time to show how alienated he is from this lifestyle. And then don't, like it doesn't even come up in the next conversation he has. Right. Small and, little ineffective and it doesn't, things. And it doesn't work when they do it at first it, anyway. It doesn't. It, you could have cut it's, that out and made the it's whole like film. A, it's, it's like a scene that we, you know, like we had this shower from when we were filming some other right. movie. And someone's walking we, through. We have, we have this bathroom on set that's right. all for rich people or whatever. Let's do something. Do something with right. it. And what would Kevin you do? Hart, and he's Kevin Hart went in there and stuff. goes, yeah. this is what would happen. And, and there are, though not many, there are a few that do that in these scenes where if you think about the scene they're in, I get the comedy it's trying to deliver. When when you figure out the scene that starts the film, when they go to the hospital with the police escort and then the gurney comes out and he's right. just like, oh, this is all we can do. I'm like, where'd all the cops go? I know. Exactly. You're, you're not pulling out of anything. The cops. Like they're the cops making sure that this guy, instantly. you know, like it's just, I get it for a movie that's so smart and so well-rounded. Sometimes it's real vacant about what it's doing. It just wants to get to that next thing. Yeah. Cause I think you're right. Clearly this is one of those films that was absolutely filmed out of order because that's how movies are made. Right. But it shows. Like yeah. the seams aren't really great, even though the components of everything, I, I'd watch Brian Cranston and him do more of that film, just not the film I fully saw. Right. But and I and I don't ever want to see a sequel. If this becomes a TV show, <laughs> right. I'm dialed out. Because really the power of this is in some way, this is like a superhero story. The best part of this film it for is me is when he the learns the power story. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need right. to learn how they react to each other because it's fun later in the film when they have a fight and then they get back together again. That's good because you have cared about these characters for two hours. But I don't know that I want to see four hours of that. Like really what's great about them is they're grinding against each other because they're from totally different places right. and they're going to work with each other. And then they start caring about each other. And then they have a real relationship with each other. That's when the movie's at its best. And I agree with you 100%. When either of them are doing something away from the other, that's when it's at its worst. Yeah. Like, truly, like, I'm and, like, get and back you know, together. I, I feel like the the whole Nicole Kidman thing yeah. is, uh, is fine, right? It, yeah. But it's all very, like, 
TV movie. It's all very telegraphed. It's all, it's yeah. not even like TV movie. It's like <coughs> Hallmark movie or yeah. whatever. It's like, sure, it is. you know, it's all just very obvious and, yeah. you know, anyway. Uh, but still, I mean, it's, it's, it's damn it's fun, fun to watch. It's a fun ride. It's very it's easy to watch. It's so slow. It is. Yeah. It's really weird. If you could, if you could, uh, Turn this up a notch on how I'm, weird. The, and it's not that, you know, nothing can be slow. Yeah, right. Uh, because some things, there are parts that are kind of slow that that works. It has to be. The whole restaurant scene is slow. I'll tell you right? a slow but scene. But it's good. I'll tell you a slow scene that's just stupidly funny, but not uproariously funny, is the catheter scene. Yeah. Not the first one. The first one's that okay. still the went on a little one, too long. The second though. one, I was actually having a lot of fun um, because Brian Cranston is himself but as the character Phil he's having fun right like he's right. finally in a place where he's like okay I'm I'm defenseless and helpless all the time <laughs> right now I can make everybody else around me feel defenseless and helpless too right. I am and and it shows he just he has control over that scene and Kevin Hart is like dude I'm all in I'll follow you and when they're working like that together that's one of the memorable parts of the film right so right it was really fun it was really easy to watch so all right, so uh, we've completely run out of time yeah. to cover anything else. So uh, here's what we're going to do. Next week, <laughs> next week we've got to do Glass. Yeah. And my theory is, God, uh, and there's sport. no award show that right. we have to so talk we about right. or so, we'll, yeah. so we've just got Glass. And my theory is that we're going to be able to cover Glass pretty quickly. <laughs> you want to do it right now? And then, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Let's just do it. Uh, Come on. Two. Yeah. No. Um, but... So given that that movie, I don't, I mean, I don't think that is going to be a movie, no matter what happens, even if we're completely surprised and we love it. If we're it, blown right? away, right. And we're like, this is the greatest thing ever. I don't know that it's, <laughs> it's still, it's not like something that you right. have to talk about for a huge amount of time. We're right. just going to have to go, well, if that movie, look, man. <laughs> if that movie is great anyway, no offense to anybody, I don't know how much we could talk about it because I feel like it will be great because of a spoiler. Well, yeah. Something will the, have to come and we're going to be like, look, maybe 30 more minutes than in, one, right, even. 30 minutes in, yeah. this happens and I can't even tell you about it without ruining the film. Right. So, so there's that. Because that's its only chance to be good. <laughs> is that it really it, is. I was just going to say, that's all it's got. Is that uh, halfway through oh, there's vampires yeah. all of a sudden. Right. That'll make it, that'll right. make it good. Uh, but anyway, so next week we're going to have that and then what we're going to do is uh, we're just going to have to like commit push to like a couple minutes here, a couple movies. minutes there. Yeah. Okay. And and we're just going to have to get through them all. That'll be good for no your, matter uh, what happens, right? The, and then right. if we get down to like five minutes, then every <laughs> movie will get like a minute. We'll just say ratings or Man, whatever. That podcast but title's going to have to get through them, right? I don't we're know how you'll name that. Glass and everything. Yeah, it's just going to be <laughs> and, <laughs> everything. and a bunch of movies yeah. or whatever. All right, well, so that that's going to that's going to do it. <laughs> oh, we're man. not too far. I'm just going to say on the way out. We're not too far from the Oscars, obviously, yeah. but we've only got a couple more weeks that we can, I think, legitimately not do our list. Right. So, right. and we've got to do our own awards, man. And and I'll tell you, this is a year. If you've been following us and you know our awards, uh, I'm stuck on a lot of things. I don't know. I'm about glad you, to hear. No, but. I'm glad to hear it. I actually was just going to say I've looked. I've my lists are almost solid. I, I don't had, know about the awards. It's I not that I don't want to do them. I want to do things. it. But that's this is the hardest year to do our awards of all of them. And this, that's, this, one ha, this one has been hard. It's I've, really hard. I've had several things, and this is my rule, and we fudge on the rules. Little, we have different yeah, versions yeah. of our own rule, how yeah. we decide our own rules. 
But I, I had several things, and then the damn things went and got nominated. And they won't, yeah. <laughs> right, me so. too. And, and I just thought, well, maybe I'll have to push a little. But I also am glad, because now this year I'd be like, hey, man, look at your list. <laughs> just back off. Yeah, We're all sovereign nations here. Uh, all right, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week yeah. with Glass. Bye. Hey, listeners, on behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by areyouscreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to areyouscreening.podbean.com or areyouscreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night.